Yeah, I want us to have this imaged in your, in your imagination forever and ever and ever. What is it going to do with a stupid cord, you know, a stupid power cord that nobody ever started? You can never find one if you need one, right? Yeah, and uh, I actually have so many of them because Jonathan is such a, such a sound freak and such a, like, he has everywhere power cords, and they're coming out of my nose, you know, everywhere. But, but I remember before that when he was young, I never could find a power, where's the power cord, an extra power cord? Anyway, the power cord, and of course we saw last week that one of the disciples of Jesus, Andrew, he was the one who connected people to Jesus. He connected Simon Peter, who became one of the great uh, apostles, his brother, great disciples, priest that's famous uh, when the Holy Spirit came, that famous um, talk, evangelism. 3,000 people came to faith on that day. Remember that one? He did that. He brought the boy with the five loaves and two fishes. Fishies, fishes, fish, fish. White bait, white bait. Do you know we have a white bait catcher in this room? I won't reveal you because everybody will come after to, to you, right? It's very expensive stuff, but well done, bro, for all this, all this white bait. He's got a white bait arm now. He's got this thing hanging here because of the, of the fluids. It's a white bait the whole time like this, with this, this whatever you do with this thing. And, uh, this, it's unbelievable. Anyway, so the thing is, though, the whole point was that Andrew was connecting the need, come on, the need of salvation or the need of people for a miracle or the food or whatever. He connected it to Jesus like this. There's electricity in here, you know? And so there's a whole thing that we are called to be revivalists, to be connectors. We connect people to God. God's got the power here, right? But we've got the need, the healing, salvation, encouragement, love, peace, joy. Hey, it's over here. And we connect people. So easy, I know. But it's so much fun. Oh, sorry. So what I said was that when, when there's the need out here and there's the Holy Spirit here that goes in power, you see the... It won't go in. <laughs> Into this, this thing, right? Hey, it's so good. Jesus is always doing this kind of stuff. I love the gospel. Do you love the gospel? I love the gospel. And the gospel is being preached all over this nation right in this particular week. So I'm going to just reiterate, not reiterate, reiterate the gospel. Bye. Um, this whole thing. So Paul says in Romans, look at this, look at the gospel, look at this. For I am not ashamed. Everybody say not ashamed. Not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel is the righteousness of God revealed, a righteousness <clears throat> that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Amen? Now, I want to say we are not ashamed of the gospel. I, I want to say something about the shame of the gospel. Now, I, even yesterday, me, it was a little bit scary to go to my neighbor yesterday. I went to Hannah yesterday. I said, Hannah, I want you to come here. You know Billy Graham? Yeah, I heard of Billy Graham. His son is coming. Oh, really? I said, I want you to come. Now, the thing is, though, at the moment she has this card, so she knows God loves her already. Now, whether she comes or not, I hope she will. But even if she doesn't, I've invited her. She's seen the card. God loves you. She knows our family. She loves our family. I don't know what's going to happen, but I believe there's a seed in there. It may not even germinate this weekend. But I believe, we believe that it's going to germinate one day. One day, right? I went to my panel business the other day. It's even further away from me. It was even more scarier. I said, bro, you got to come here. you got to come to this thing. Yeah, I'll tell you next week. So this week, I've got to go back to him this week. Say, are you coming? 
far away from God. He's going to be close to God. He's got his card right now. God loves you, bro. God actually loves you. So with some cards in the back, guys, let's tell people that God loves him. Check this out in 2 Corinthians 6, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation. God was reconciling the world to himself. We are now his ambassadors from this world to this world. People, no, wait. People live in this world. The needs, you know, and we live in this world, the kingdom of God, and so here we are now called to be ambassadors. Now, if you have a New Zealand ambassador living in America, then New Zealand in America, that little place is kind of New Zealand. He represents New Zealand in America to the world. In some way, in that way, we as ambassadors of Christ, we represent Christ in the world. Wherever you go, you go to your school, you go to your workplace, wherever you go, you represent Christ. Where people look at you, they look at Christ. You better behave well, right? Now, Christianity is not about behaviorism, but you've got to behave well, right? Dumb to be dumb, you know? So he wants us to be ambassadors of Christ, co-workers with Christ, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. Come on, what an amazing gospel we serve. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore as Christ ambassadors, here we go, as though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. One of my favorite verses in the Bible. One of the other translations, one of the other translations says this, that he might, righteousness might become the righteousness of God through our union with him. That we might become the right through our union with him. It's through being connected with God, through our union with him. Absolutely beautiful. What a great gospel we serve. Ambassadors of Christ. Partners in the gospel with him. Connecting people to the kingdom of God. To reality. To faith. One of the guys yesterday said to me, I invited him. I'm an atheist. I said, I know you are. That's why I'm inviting you, bro. I said, what about reconsidering, what about reconsidering your assumptions? I said, I said to him, I said, what if you come to the end of your life and you find out God is real? It's good. But what a bummer. You, the whole your life you could have worked with him. The whole life. Guys, people are waiting for God. Now, people are so steeped into like, this kind of stuff, so against religion and fairly so. The church got done a bad job. Some, some church, you know, the whole thing of religion and do's and don'ts and this whole thing and not about a powerful living relationship. And I came back with this. Listen, I want you to know my heavenly father. I've known him for over 40 years. He's absolutely wonderful. I want you to know him. I want you to know him. And then Paul says in chapter 6, he says, as God's co-workers, here we go, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you. In the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's grace. Today, now, is the day of salvation. Come on, now is the day of salvation. Everybody say now. now. Now is now. That means now, like today. 
Now, now is the time of salvation. You know, this week is going to be quite easy to do it. You know why? Because this week, we've been praying for months and months and months. There'll be pastors getting together, prayer meetings everywhere. We've been expectation, faith, unity, systems put into place. We've been trained. All this stuff has been gearing up like this. So it's like a fertile ground now in Christchurch. There's a fertile ground. This is harvest time. Today, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. It's all about invite, 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 invite. I tell you, in harvest time, no, no, no farmer will say in the harvest time, oh, well, you can sleep in and go to holiday or whatever you do. Guys, no, not this week. It's harvest time. It's harvest time. You got some of the best in the world to come. People like big events in Christchurch. They do. They love it. Like the big thing, they kind of hide themselves, you know, and they can come to an event. It's amazing. Don't hide at this time. Matthew 9, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in the synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless. What's this thinking? I lost my people player. What happened to... Yay! Come on, give it up for hand. I just felt less anointing. I, thought, I just hear my voice. I said, I don't even like my voice. But that's like, this is great. No, I like my voice, but I like my voice more with something else behind me. Right? Disciples, it says, harassed like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Jesus was a revivalist. He went all around and healing sick people. Can I say that every sickness he healed? And I still want to go. I'm still praying even this week. Pray for two people again who are, who have, who, who are dying. Cancer. And I'm so angry at the cancer. I said, Lord, we need breakthrough. I mean, we've seen some breakthroughs. Remember, Jody, and some things have happened, even in this house. But we need to see more. Jesus says, greater things you'll do than me. Come on, I'm just starting this. You go now and make it bigger. Come on, guys, let's have faith for what he has done for us. It's all about us. I can't do anything. You can't do anything. But together, in the power of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach, Spirit of God, he can do anything. And every impossibility has to bow to the name of Jesus. And I want to see cancer. See, I believe as we press into more of the Holy Spirit, we'll see greater miracles greater miracles so start expecting it start expecting it doesn't matter what it is God loves people he loves you and he wants to be involved in your life amen Jesus saw he saw he saw the crowds and he had compassion guys he had compassion what do you see what do I see at the moment what do we see well, you only have to watch the news. Great. It's viewing. Guys, there's such a need out there. Nothing has changed. There's harassed, helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He saw and he had compassion. One of the slogans in this house is passion for God and compassion for people. Jesus had compassion and because he had compassion and because he had intimacy with the Father, he went out to do God and healed everybody who was, tub, was bound by the devil and sickness. This is the paradigm. This is our model, guys. Come on, let's believe. Let's believe. Let's have a passion. Is your heart broken for what breaks his heart? Jesus came to seek and save lost people. In Luke 19, the Father wants his sons and daughters back. 
He says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Pray therefore. He says, ask the Lord, pray therefore. We, we are co-workers with Christ, amen? We're the partners of God. We're the sons and daughters of God to do his bidding, right? His work, right? That's three of you. Right? Yes. Not enough. Right? right? Amen. John 4, you know the saying, four months between planting and harvest. Fair enough. You plant something, four months later, the harvest. Jesus says, no, but I say, wake up. That's what he says. Wake up and look around. The fields are ready for harvest. People, look up. Church of us, wake up. Look up. Church of New Zealand, wake up. Look around. It's time for the harvest. People are everywhere. But can you see it? Open your eyes. Christ church is ready for a harvest. This Saturday, many hundreds will be saved. You'll be so encouraged when you see the stream of people. I mean, I cry already when I see a video of that, you know. But you'll see all these people are being, being touched by God. It's going to be absolutely amazing. But I'll tell you something much more is happening right now in the city. It's not only about one event. It's about friendship evangelism. It's about us opening our eyes. And when we work every day of our lives and we bring people to Christ, either by ourselves or bring them to a special gathering, bring them to the Food Fest Fiesta to get them, get them into the church building, you know. And they work on them and bring them to a salvation call. Or somewhere, somewhere. We're flooding now the city with the goodness of God in this way. And we're praying, aren't we? Guys, I want, I, want, I, want, I want to ask you for the next month or so, can we please, there's a prayer meeting at 9.30, so 9.30 earlier even. 9.30, prayer meeting up in the boardroom. Guys, I would love you to come. <laughs> you know, you know uh, Matthew talked about volunteers, right? They're all serving you. Now, now some of you are volunteers, only 70 of you. And not everybody's here. That means the rest you don't serve, right? Let's make sure. Why can't you serve in prayer? Why, why, why do everybody else have to come here and do the drums, including myself, and do the go upstairs for the kids and serve? Why can't you come in half an hour earlier? Let's come earlier. Half an hour earlier, even through the season, as we, as we press into the Holy Spirit, as we lean. Why don't you come? It's so much fun anyway. You'll be so encouraged. Open your eyes, people. Why don't you come at 9.30 instead of... Dripping in at 10.25. Okay. Hey, I was here at 8 o'clock. Sorry, 8.30. Guys, come on. This is serious stuff. We are co-workers with Christ. You don't come for a little event to hear me, to have a little, little nice little hand on the piano and, oh, that was really lovely today, church. Ooh. It's not about this, guys. It's about an evasion, the warriors of God to arise and to take this nation. Can we say this, please? We are the co-workers of Christ. He wants us to use us to see people come to faith and be connected without the thing to God in Jesus' name. Amen? And we're united with church. One of the beautiful things I like about this thing, I'm almost done. About this whole thing is uh, you can come if you want to bend. And um, I love the whole thing of that the, that the churches are uniting. We're praying together as pastors. We're praying together. And there's a uniting of purpose and things like that. I, I love this happening like that. I love this whole stuff. We together are catching the wind of the Holy Spirit, people. Come on. We see this Ruach, presence of God, the Holy Spirit, who always wants to do stuff. He's never stopped wanting to do stuff. It's us that don't put the sail up. Hey, I want to say today, come on, let's put up the sail. 
let's go for a ride. Come on, let's put the sail up high and let's catch the wind of the Holy Spirit. We don't know where it's going to go, but let's go anyway because it's always good. He's always bringing us to amazing places, both your personal life and the church. Amen? Come on, let's put a stake in the ground. I believe this week is a stake in the ground. Of a, I believe it's a stake and a catalyst for the next 10 years to go and to open our eyes and to keep going. It's not about the event. It's about our hearts being aligned with His heart. For lost people. Yes, we can totally go into intimacy and love God and love you so much. I do it all the time. God knows. But then we go out. We don't keep it for ourselves. They'll be very, very selfish. Amen. So, Father, I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for the Ruach power of God. The wind is blowing. And like you saw in that vision, blow, Lord. Blow. Blow in our lives. Blow through your church. Blow in the city of Christ church. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. There are so many people, Lord, who are harassed. There's so many people in pain. There's so many people have no hope. And Lord, we have hope. So we pray, Lord, that you give us compassion. Give us a heart for lost people, Lord. Even this week, Lord, help us and dare us, Lord. We're not ashamed of the gospel. Give us a boldness to invite people and walk with them in life and we see him at work and at church and, and, and at, at um, clubs and whatever we meet with people Lord have your way Holy Spirit have your way have your way Lord have your way Lord in this time in Jesus name all eyes closed for a minute also online we well, don't just close your eyes online close your eyes here because I just want between you and God. Is there anybody in this place? And I want to say to you the same thing. God loves you. God loves you. And he's proven it, you know. John 3.16, for God so loved Peter, Mary, the world, that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, that anyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Is there anybody online, anybody in this room right now, you got to say yes to Jesus. Don't wait till Saturday. Well, that'd be cool too, walk forward. But, but, but today, it can be right now. Come on, beat them and bring somebody else there for next Saturday. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Two in one week. Anybody in this room who needs Jesus right now, I want you to lift up your hand boldly and say, I'm not ashamed of this because I need to be saved. I want the power of the Holy Spirit to come into my life. I want his wind to blow. I want to become a new creation like we saw before in my life. Is there anybody else? Put up your hand right now in Jesus' name. Thanks very much. You can put it down again. Anybody else? This is your day. This is the day of salvation. It says here, today, now, today is the day of salvation. Anybody online, you're watching. Today is the day of salvation. God loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. It's not about religion. It's not about do's and don'ts. It's about him loving on you and you then loving on him as a son, as a daughter. Is there anybody else? Come on. This is the day. Thank you, Jesus. Can you please repeat with the people online and this person here this prayer of commitment? Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I receive everything from you. Forgiveness. Love, peace, joy, your Holy Spirit. Lord, change me from the inside out. And I will never be the same. Today I make you Lord of my life. In Jesus' name.